Hi, I'd like to welcome you to our show. I'm your host, Praying Medic. We're talking about life as a child of God and all things related to his kingdom. Thanks for joining us. If you're a new listener to the show, you can find articles and books and other resources on my website, www.prayingmedic.com. Now let's jump into this week's show. Welcome to Supernatural Saturday. Uh, We are continuing a study through my book, Divine Healing Made Simple. And today we are in chapter 13, which is a subject that I get more questions about than just about anything else. I should have done a video on this subject a long time ago. It would have saved people a lot of trouble and a lot of questions. Uh, people still have this misunderstanding about healing and the idea that healing is a gift and only certain people have it. And it's not something that everyone can have. It's only reserved for special people. I get more emails and more questions on this than just about anything else. And no matter how much I teach on it, people still don't seem to get it. So I am not going to stop preaching this message. Uh, I am going to get people to understand anyone can heal the sick. Anyone can raise the dead. Anyone can cast out demons. It is not a gift. Although there is a mention of healing as a spiritual gift in the Bible. And we're going to talk today about what the spiritual gift of healing and the spiritual gift of miracles is and how that is different from the power and authority for healing that all believers have. It is completely different, different operation for different purposes. And that's what we're going to cover today. So I'm going to begin in one of my favorite chapters, Matthew chapter 10, and the parallel chapter, uh, Luke chapter 9. I'm on Facebook uh, under David Joseph. My page is called Praying Medic. My private profile is David Joseph, and I do my video broadcasts on Saturdays on my private profile, and then I share them over on my page. Um, All right, so Matthew chapter 10. Jesus chose the 12 disciples, and the first thing he did after he chose the 12 disciples was uh, he told them to go to the cities, surrounding the area, Israel, and they said, as you go, preach, saying, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. That is the message he gave the disciples. The kingdom of heaven is at hand, which is what Jesus told the people when he went. What did he say? Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And repent, of course, means Change your thinking. It's the Greek word metanoia. Meta means change or beyond. Noia means mind. His message was change your thinking. Change your way of seeing God, of seeing yourself. Change your thinking because the kingdom of heaven or the kingdom of God is at hand. That was his message. That's the message he gave to his disciples to preach. And verse 8, heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, Raise the dead, 
cast out demons, freely received, freely give. So the first commission Jesus gave his disciples was to preach the kingdom, heal the sick, raise the dead, cast out demons. Now, how were they able to do that? Did they have a gift? Did Jesus give them the gift of healing? Did they all just, did he just pick the ones who were gifted? Did he know the ones who had the ability, the gift to? No, no. He gave them power and authority. Okay, so let's go to Luke chapter 9, verse 1. This is the parallel passage. Then he called his 12 disciples together, and he gave them power and authority over demons and to cure diseases. Because authority gives us the ability to cast out demons. Power gives us the ability to cure diseases. They're two different operations. And we've talked about that in my previous messages, how power and authority work slightly differently. But this is something he gave his disciples, okay? Not a gift. It's not like they were born with it. They're disciples. He gave them power. He gave them authority, okay? That's how it works. And let me just say this. Let me give you an analogy to maybe help understand how this works. If you were, imagine yourself being a child who is one year old and you're in a nursery in a daycare with a bunch of other one-year-old children. Yeah, Luke 9, verse 1. Now, you are a one-year-old child and you're in a nursery with a bunch of other one-year-olds and most of the one-year-olds in that nursery cannot walk. But there's one child in that nursery who has developed the ability to walk. So while everybody else is crawling around on the floor, this one child is up walking around like an adult. And then a couple of weeks later, this one child is running. Now, do you imagine that the children in that nursery are going to say, wow, that, that kid over there really has a gift of walking? Because we can't do that. We can't walk. That child must be gifted. They must have something we don't have. They must have some God-given talent or gift that nobody else has because nobody else is doing it. So when we see people do miracles and raising the dead and healing, if we are not doing it ourselves, it's easy for us to think, oh, they must be gifted. They must have a gift I don't have. That's why they're doing it and I'm not. In fact, we know that child is walking at one year old simply because that child has gotten up on hands and knees and started to walk and fell, got up again, walked a little more, fell again, walked a little more, fell again. That child is developing a natural ability that they were born with, not a gift. We are made in the image of God. God is a spirit. We are made in the image of God. The nature of God is to heal. As God revealed himself to Moses, he, one of his names is Jehovah Rapha. I am the Lord who heals you. If it is God's nature to heal then it is our nature to be healers. And all Jesus was doing with his disciples 
was opening their eyes and their mind and giving them understanding that they had God-given power and authority to heal. Not that they were born with a gift. Healing is an ability that needs to be developed. It is a God-given ability every one of us have. I can take you, if you have never seen a, uh, anyone healed, if you've never seen a miracle, I can take you in one hour and teach you and train you and through some uh, demonstrations, I can have you healing the sick in an hour. I've done it. I've, I've shown people how to operate in healing who've never done it before. And it's not because I discovered that they have a gift. It's because I explained to them their identity. I help them understand the power that they have, the power of God that lives inside of them. I help them understand their authority. And then we did some demonstration and some practice, and pretty soon they're getting people healed. Actually, that's kind of what I do in my healing class. I have an online class, and it's fairly intense, and it's pretty structured, but I love teaching people how to uh, learn to develop this ability that we all have. It's an ability. It's not a gift. Let me give you one more scripture. This is 1 Corinthians 2, verses 4 and 5. The Apostle Paul said, My speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power that your faith would not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. So the Apostle Paul recognized that when we preach the gospel, merely preaching words is not enough. We need to demonstrate the power of God. We need to demonstrate the reality of God's kingdom, demonstrate his love for people by getting them healed. That is what the, you don't really fully preach the gospel if you don't demonstrate the miraculous. That's what Jesus said in, in Matthew 10. He said, proclaim the kingdom, heal the sick, raise the dead, cast out demons. They go together. You preach the message and you demonstrate the supernatural. That's how it's supposed to work. Now, there is a gift of healing. But because people look in the scriptures and they think, oh, gift of healing. Oh, a gift. Oh, that's something that some people have and something that I don't have. No, that is not how it is. All right, so let me read to you from 1 Corinthians 12. On the spiritual gifts. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each, to each, to everyone who is a believer. Right. So if you're a believer, the manifestations of the Holy Spirit are given to you and me and your friends. And all. the manifestations of the Holy Spirit, the gifts of the Spirit, are given to each one for the profit of all. The gifts are given to all of us so that all of us, the entire body of Christ, can benefit. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healings, plural, by the same Spirit, to another the working of miracles, plural, by the same Spirit, 
to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. But one and the same spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he wills. For as the body is not one, but has many members, but all the members of that one body, being many, are one body, so also is Christ. For by one spirit we were baptized into one body, whether Jew or Greek, whether slave or free, and all have been made to drink into one spirit, for in fact the body is not one member but many. So Paul is teaching here that believers make up a body, and that is called the church, the ecclesia. It is the body of believers. So Paul was teaching that the manifestations of the Holy Spirit, the gifts of the Spirit, are given to each of us for the benefit of all. Now, here is the thing you need to understand about the spiritual gifts. They're not given for evangelism of the world. We don't use the spiritual gifts to evangelize unbelievers. The spiritual gifts are used to strengthen the body. Healing, the gifts of healing and miracles are given to us, the church, to keep ourselves healthy. Not for evangelism. The power and authority that Jesus gives disciples for healing, raising the dead, casting out demons is for evangelism. It is for preaching the gospel. The gifts of healings, tongues, prophecy, all of the gifts are to operate among the body. It's not for, it's not primarily for evangelism. It is primarily for the edification of the church, the body. It is for our benefit. That is the difference between the gifts of miracles, the gifts of healing, is that it is primarily for the benefit of us. And the power and authority that Jesus gives us for healing and miracles and casting out demons is for is to change the hearts and minds of unbelievers. So even though there are two operations of healing and miracles, one is power and authority that Jesus gives us, the other is a manifestation, the gifts of the Spirit, they work for two different purposes in two different ways. And if you're a believer, you can operate in any of that. You can operate in any of that. And somebody on Periscope is saying, say that again. Okay. <laughs> this is a little hard to wrap your mind around, but the gift of healing is a manifestation of the Holy Spirit that the Holy Spirit distributes to each individuals in the body of Christ as he wills for the benefit of the body of Christ, for believers. The gift of healing is primarily for the use among believers. It is a gift. It's a manifestation of the Holy Spirit. All right. That's the gifts. Healing, miracles, tongues, prophecy. Now, the power and authority Jesus gives us to heal the sick and raise the dead, cast out demons, that is not primarily for the body of Christ. It's primarily for preaching the gospel. It is two slightly different operations. They're very similar, but they have a different purpose. And all of us who are believers 
have power and authority from Jesus to heal the sick, cast out demons, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers. We all have that. Every All believers, if you're a believer, you have been given the power and authority, just like me. And when the Holy Spirit wants to you to operate in the gift, He, the Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the manifestation of his character ex- is expressed in the gifts. The Holy Spirit expresses his character through you speaking in tongues, through you prophesying, through you operating in miracles. Okay? It's a manifestation of the Spirit. It is slightly different. and But all believers can operate in all the gifts. It is at the discretion of the Holy Spirit. So that is my message on the difference between healing as a gift and healing for evangelism. And that is all I have for you today. Short message, pretty simple. Thank you for tuning in. I'm going to get going. I love you all. You're amazing. And I will catch you on the next broadcast. Well, folks, that is our show for today. I hope you enjoyed it. Thanks for dropping by. If you're new to the podcast and you haven't been to my website, you might drop by and check out the articles I have there. If you have any questions or comments about this show, you can contact me at admin at prayingmedic.com. That's A-D-M-I-N at prayingmedic.com. You can also contact me on Facebook and Twitter. I'd like to thank you again for dropping by. I hope you enjoyed the show.